have experienced fight, flight, or freeze. So you're a human. Hate to break it to you. Like just because you didn't have huge traumatic events as a child doesn't mean that you don't have trauma. So just keep that in mind. Oh, hey, happy Wednesday. Happy new episode. Very excited about this episode. Also, I've re-recorded this introduction like 10 times. I don't really know. I'm struggling, (laughs) but I decided this is my last take, so we're just going to power through. Anyways, happy Wednesday. Uh, Trauma in your hips. So excited about this, you guys, because as someone who has had a lot of hip problems, especially after having two kids, I feel very um, passionate about this topic. And I feel that not a lot of people know about the psoas muscle and how not healing yourself and how avoiding facing the trauma is like directly affecting your physical health. It's crazy. So let's get into it. So if you're somebody who is dealing with a lot of lower back issues, hip pain, uh, your sciatic is acting up a lot, chances are it is due to the fact that your psoas muscle has been activated because of some sort of traumatic event or lots of prolonged trauma. And this doesn't mean that like you had to have huge traumatic events in your life or are someone who had a lot of traumatic um, things happen to you over a long period of time. It can be triggered by any type of event that is going to cause your fight, flight, or freeze response. So it could be you getting cut off in traffic and having to be like, oh my god. Or it could be you growing up in an unsafe household where you're constantly in trauma. So different things can trigger your psoas muscle to stay tight and not release. And we are human beings. Life is fucking traumatic, okay? So as a human, you have experienced trauma if you are on earth. Literally, being born is fucking traumatic. Like, the whole thing. So... At some point throughout your life, you have experienced traumatic events. And if you are someone who is physically dealing with a lot of lower back, sciatic, or hip issues, it is because you have not actually dealt with those traumatic events in a way that has allowed that muscle to release. All right, so the psoas muscle. This is located in the lower back and connects to your hip joint. It is particularly susceptible to holding on to tension and trauma. When you experience a traumatic event, your body may instinctively contract and tighten the psoas muscle as a way of protecting itself. Over time, this tension can become chronic and lead to a range of physical and emotional symptoms. So when our fight, flight, and freeze response is activated, it activates our psoas muscle to tense up and All of this is connected to our reptilian brain, like the little part in our brain in the back that is connected, like our brainstem that goes into our spinal cord, like all the things. And so when we are experiencing an event, whether it is big or small, that puts our body into this kind of like 
oh my gosh, we, how are we going to survive this response? Our psoas muscle instinctively tightens up. They are connected. So our nervous system and our psoas muscle, you know, they are like hand in hand working together to determine the safety of our environment and contracting. It's just like a biological lizard brain response. Even in situations where we are holding back our emotions, maybe we're really angry, we're so frustrated, we're so upset, and instead of expressing that, we're kind of swallowing it down and holding it in, subconsciously, our nervous system and, um, yeah, our nervous system um, is processing all of this and then our physical muscles are reacting to that and so this can be seen in like you know tightening of your jaw or constricting your throat or when you're kind of like and then just like stop uh and swallow it down so a lot of times it is our it is our psoas muscle that is going to tighten up and constrict and the problem is we are not really aware that this is happening, right? So we're in this situation. Our brains are focused on the situation. We're trying to kind of decide, is this a fight, flight, or freeze situation just based off of our like most primitive selves. Even if it's not this ginormous traumatic event, our body still interprets it the same way. Side note, my daughter and I just went and got our ears pierced together. My holes had closed up and she's been wanting to get them done. And so like, what a cute moment. It was great. Um, however, we're there, right? And I go first so she can see it's okay, no big deal. And then she goes and she is panicking and the tat or not the tattoo artist I mean I'm sure he does tattoos also but the uh, guy who was doing the piercing was so wonderful uh, and he talked to her about the most primal part of our brain right back there um, connecting to like the brain stem and all of that right and how even though this is a very safe situation that part of our brain is interpreting it as run run this isn't safe and so he really explained to her that like you have you know the frontal part of your brain that can differentiate between a safe and unsafe situation but the back part of your brain is freaking out right now and it really helped to calm her down genius this guy was amazing um but same thing was with us right like this was a very safe event for her this was something she was so excited to do we had been planning it for a couple of months it was no surprises we had been prepping for it like there was excitement but when it came down to the actual event the back part of her brain was like uh get the fuck out of here girl they're about to put a needle in you um and so it triggered that type of you know a fight flight and and a freeze response same thing with all of us just because it's a situation that we may not feel is super traumatic if it triggers that response your psoas muscle can tighten up or other muscles in your body like your jaw etc etc you get the point however oh no (laughs) my headphones are falling off however um if you are someone who has experienced trauma over a long period of time or a very big traumatic events, this is when it will start to lead to more chronic problems. 
Another thing to take note of is that your nervous system isn't going to regulate itself immediately. So if you are in a situation where your nervous system is activating the fight, flight, or freeze response, it's going to take about 20 to 30 minutes for your nervous system to calm back down and go back into a stable state. So if you're driving down the road and some psycho cuts you off and you're like, oh fuck, your response, right? Your nervous system is registering this as like, a, oh my God, we're, we have to like figure out what we're going to do to stay safe. So the response has been triggered. Boom. If 20 minutes later, another incident happens, boom, triggered. And so your psoas muscle has not released potentially for like the last 40 minutes, right? Like it's building up and building up. And so having these little things happen throughout the day can actually have a large effect on your hips and all of that. So if you are someone who has experienced prolonged trauma, chances are your psoas muscle has not relaxed. And it's one of those things that just doesn't necessarily automatically relax. So if you have grown up in a trauma-filled household, chances are that muscle has been tense for a long ass time and you have to actively work on releasing it. It doesn't just do it by itself when it's constantly being triggered. So for me personally, I grew up in a home that was not safe. Um, I wasn't beaten necessarily or anything like that, but it was not a safe environment. Um, I was pretty much always in a state of fight, flight, freeze. And after I had my daughter, my oldest, I realized just how bad my hips were. Uh, yeah, pregnancy definitely had an impact on that. But I realized that I was suffering so much more after she was born compared to other people who had children. And I was kind of like, why am I having such a hard time with my sciatic and my hips and my lower back? Like, it shouldn't be this bad. Um, and I realized that becoming pregnant kind of really brought that those issues up to the surface. Because if I had been in a state of fight flight and freeze for a majority of my childhood on an everyday basis, knowing how long it takes for our nervous systems to re-regulate and knowing that if the psoas muscle is chronically tightened, it needs to actively be released. It's not going to just do it on its own. And so like I was pretty fucked up for a really long time and I know firsthand the effects of having an over- active psoas muscle. I wouldn't say overactive, but like the bitch is always tight. It's gotten a lot better for me after I educated myself on the issue and how I could, you know, solve the problem and feel better physically and mentally. It's been life-changing. It's great. I don't get stuck on the floor anymore uh, with my kids. Like I can get up and down off the floor without problems, without my sciatic acting up. Like it used to be a huge issue. And for me personally, uh, very recently, I had someone in my home in my safe space. I have like made my home such a safe space, totally like all the good vibes, right? And conflict, bad. I was like instantly felt like a little kid again, completely invalidated, fight, flight, freeze response, activated, full send. And when I tell you that I had 
crazy hip problems the like the days following that oh my god like yes it is very real it was night and day um and I was pretty surprised of like damn instant fucked up so if you're someone who deals with lower back pain hip pain sciatic issues all of that chances are your psoas muscle needs some help needs some love and uh, you need to work on it and in order for it to get better it's not just physical stuff that you have to do. You got to dive into the emotional hard things. Our mind and body and emotions are deeply connected and our hips are holding on to so many hard and heavy feelings. In order to release our hips physically and that muscle physically, we have to dive in and deal with the emotional hard stuff. So let's talk about some ways that we can actively help to release the tension in our psoas muscle and therefore release some of the trauma in our hips. Number one, massage. Massage is a great way to physically move that energy around and help release some of the tension. Yoga poses or yoga in general is amazing. Personally, I love cow face pose and I really enjoy like frog pose and um, so how can we release our psoas muscle? Number one, we got to feel our feelings. Our hips are holding on to those emotions that were attached to the trauma. Things don't go away. They don't just magically poof, disappear because you shoved it down. So you got to allow yourself to feel the really hard stuff to help release the tension in your hips. And personally, I find one of the best ways to do that is by doing yoga, focusing on my breath, and doing specific poses for your hips like pigeon pose, cow face pose, uh, turtle I think is the name of it where you're like in butterfly but you put your arms underneath. Love that one. Um, banana, great. These are all the westernized version names like this isn't the real like names of the poses but I figured this would be easier to talk about and understand. Anyways, um, disclaimer. <laughs> um, but allow yourself to feel whatever comes up because your hips are holding on to those emotions. They were activated by traumatic emotions and they don't go away. And so if you are feeling grief or sadness or shame or anger or whatever is inside of your body that you have been suppressing and have been storing down in your hips, in order to actively release that, tension in your hips you also got to feel those emotions massage is another really great way to help release uh, some tension in your hips as well highly recommend energy work is amazing if you have a trusted energy healer in your area to help release some of that tension but overall you doing the work is going to be the most powerful and the more you do this the easier it's going to get um but it is really important, right? Like if we are having physical symptoms of our trauma, we need to deal with it. And if we are wanting to live a better life and raise our vibrations, then we need to be addressing these kinds of issues. It's more than just like going for a walk every day. It's more than writing in your journal. Like you have to really do the work, even if it's uncomfortable and this is something that can be uncomfortable. It can be physically uncomfortable because you're in like, you know, different positions that are stretching these parts of your body that are really stiff and they hurt, right? That is uncomfortable. Sometimes having someone rub it out and massage is uncomfortable and it can hurt. Um, 
And then having to sit there in this meditative state and feel your emotions attached to that hip trauma, also very uncomfortable, not a fun time, right? Like we're not out here like taking fucking pictures for Instagram, living our best life. Like we are in the depths, but that's okay. And it's not for that long anyways. Um, But you have to be able to feel uncomfortable physically and mentally in order to raise your vibrations and heal and this is something that is so connected to trauma and pain and it's something that is really important to address if you're wanting to elevate into the next step of your life another thing i think is so important to talk about is that your sacral chakra that energy center is located within your hip region and this energy center is in charge of your creativity your intuition your sexuality and so if you are experiencing blocks within this energy center it can also contribute to hip problems it's all very connected everything is energy everything is so connected if you're feeling all of this pain and discomfort around this energy center due to, you know, the physical scientific reasons such as like the fight, flight, freeze response, chances are your energy center is probably also experiencing a lot of blockage, blockages. And by working through this issue in both a scientific way of like, okay, let's release it because like it has been proven time and time again scientifically that this muscle does contract due to this response that has been put inside of us since we were like little lizard brain creatures um and holds on to those emotions but also in a spiritual sense of like yes this is your energy center this is what this energy center does it could also be experiencing blocks due to whatever reason and so working on releasing and opening that energy center is also extremely important and you can do that by going to see a trusted energy healer you can work on work on it on your own Uh, eating orange foods is helpful it's associated with the color orange doing some shadow work surrounding those ideas is helpful doing some like meditation with crystals that are associated with your chakra center is also helpful so keep in mind like there are different ways to help this problem but they are all connected everything is connected energetically it is all one so working on it as a whole system is what's best And at this point in time, I wouldn't call myself, you know, an expert on chakras and chakra healing. It's something that I would love to educate myself more on and really dive into energy work. But at this time, I don't claim to like have all the answers or know all the things or have done all the research. But I do know that it is, you know, a very important energy center. It's one of the main ones. And when we are feeling physical pain in that area, it can be due to, you know, all of the things I just talked about with our fight, flight, freeze response, but also due to this energy center having blockages. And this can lead to other issues in our life, like a lack of creativity, low libido, all those kinds of things. So keep that in mind. I hope that this was helpful for anyone who struggles with lower hip or lower back issues, sciatic issues, hip issues. I get it. I know how uncomfortable and how brutal that can be. As someone who 
has dealt with it heavily, especially in my adult years. Like, I get it, but just know it is possible to heal and get better. And for myself personally, I am doing so much better than I was before. It's just one of those things that you kind of have to keep at it, keep working at it, keep actively wanting and setting the intention that this area in your body is going to get better and it's going to heal. Alrighty, so with all of that being said, let's get into a little Mike Dooley moment. Do you know what happens just before something incredible takes place? Something mind-blowing? Just before a really huge dream comes true? Do you? Nothing. Nothing happens, at least not in the physical world. So, if perhaps, right now, it appears that absolutely nothing is happening in your life, consider it a sign. Ah, end quote. Hope you all have a beautiful week. Toodles!